0: so in this one today i'm going to speak about the topics of the waters the waters above (laughs) the water's above and the water's below here we go you ready for the flow (laughs) so anyway in this one today i'm going to speak about the topic of um the water's above and the water's below and but i think this topic is something that kind of like you know in the in the spirituality community it kind of starts to come more and more apparent as you start kind of like metaphysically diving into uh the deeper esoteric knowledge you know it starts to come in a bit more more ever present and you start seeing the remnants of uh, remnants of it all around you like a lot of scriptures speak about the waters above the waters below um we 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 see a lot of kind of like uh, architecture um old pictures and old hieroglyphs depicting this to some degree and it's only kind of it's only after so long where you can kind of you kind of start putting two and two together of like there is like a lot of coincidences with with this terminology that's been used throughout a lot of scriptures and a lot of cultures in the past you know but like obviously a lot of people's going to say like no the waters above obviously it's just nonsense it doesn't mean anything it just doesn't make doesn't mean any sense you know it's just a it's just something that the bible used to speak about you know and it doesn't mean anything now you know science has all proved this wrong now but I think you know the the understanding of the waters above and the waters below I think they're going to be to become more and more apparent uh, especially in the future as as a lot of us kind of start expanding and evolving in our journey and I think there has been I think one thing we need to say straight straight away that there's been a lot of profound knowledge of the past that has kind of been lost um, and I think this is the reason why it's been lost is due to the different ages, you know, the different cycles of the ages that we go through as is, is humanity in terms of consciousness. You know, we go from the Iron Age, the Bronze Age, the Silver Age to the Golden Age. And, and humanity goes through these alternating periods of consciousness where uh, human beings have a fall uh, and they, you know, they, they go from the lower mind to the higher mind. And this this is a 24,000 year cycle secular, um perspective of consciousness and how humanity comes about to be and fallen again and I think that's one of the reasons why this knowledge is kind of being lost but obviously in that middle transition there has been a kind of a lot of deception and a lot of deceit for a lot of us seekers trying to find our way back to this deeper this deeper knowledge you know so we've all heard about the deeper esoteric knowledge of the you know the waters above the firmament you know like there's a lot of scriptures around the world that speak of this essence and to me you know it's starting to become more and more apparent like I said before as you go on your own metaphysical journey you start putting two and two together and it seems to be that you know there's a lot more evidence showing up in my own life and that's all I'm honoring you know I'm honoring that truth that's coming up with my own journey of the waters above the firmament you know like the more that you kind of start looking at this you start realizing that there is actually something up there you know there is something above our heads um, and it's even more magical than we've been told and um, and I just wanted to read this verse, you know, like one of the verses um, from the from biblical text it said, and God said, let the firmament, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. That was God made the firmament and divided the waters which under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so, and God called the firmament heaven. So I really believe that one of the reasons why um, you know, use the word God, whatever word you want to use, God consciousness, um, all known, the divine the divine nature of this place, the, uh, the omnipotent force that's all around us. You can use whatever word you want, the divine intelligence, um, whatever word you spin, you want to put on a chi energy, whatever there seems to be a divine, there is a divine force that's all around us that's operating in this realm because it's not a physical realm and um, it's it's of it's it's our minds being steeped in the physical realm that we think that this is what this place is all about. But what I think that statement was referring to is because I feel like, you know, God decided um, a firmament needed to be placed and um, it needed to be put in place to divide the upper and the lower waters. And what I mean by that is, is that this place is a, is is a spiritual realm, and it's not to say that the physical isn't important, but everything that we everything that turns up in our lives from the physical perspective is of the is of the metaphysical nature, and and I think that you know the so called waters above, you know it has a direct relationship with the transcendental nature of this place. So, for example, you know like all the uh, scr- spiritual script scriptures of the past talked about the the Garden of Eden and uh, the purifying of the waters within you know that's what the 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 true christianity jesus cross is. you know the cross the four the four cross the, the cross with the, the the where the cross meets in the middle is basically the four waters to the garden of eden the the, the garden of eden with inside of the self so it's also a, a metaphor and it's also talking in correspondence about the journey of ascension within you know what is above so below what is within is also without so there is a direct relationship with our inner waters and the ones without and i think when that statement is referring to about creating the divide between the physical realm and the spiritual realm that is above us i think there's there's a great importance to that you know we're all we're all in this place because we're kind of you know we're, we're kind of remembering some of us are stum, a lot of us are stumbling through this I'm, um, i'm in the same scenario too but a lot of us are kind of we're all emerging in this physical density and we're all kind of like learning our way through this this realm and we're, we're figuring out um you know we're finding our way back back to god we are finding our way back to home again you know we're working on ourselves from all different angles how to treat people how to treat the self and there is a divine lord of this place, you know, like if you are kind of operating from the lower mind, you know, you're not going to be able to access the highest spheres, you know, you're going to have to work on your sins, you're going to have to work on different aspects of yourselves, because, you know, the, the theory of, of how the, the soul remembers everything, you know, some people call it karma, karmic, uh, a karmic event, you can call it whatever you want. But there is a, a remembrance, you know, there's not a remembrance in the in the meat suit, you know, there's not a remembrance in the brain, you know, there's a remembrance in the thing that that outlasts all them things and that's the soul you know the soul carries the innate memory of everything that we've done in all different lifetimes and every single action and every single um thing that we've carried in our lives the soul has a, a remembrance of that so you know for us to kind of to access different metaphysical spiritual spheres or realms whatever you want to call it naturally we are going to have to kind of cleanse out them certain aspects of ourselves so that we are allowed into the garden of eden you know um, we have to find the Garden of Eden with inside of the self and then maybe physically you are allowed in that Garden of Eden because I think these thi- these two things have a direct relationship you know these t- things aren't separate the physical and the spiritual isn't separate and I think this is why as we're all going on our own individual journeys now and we're kind of unlocking these deeper secrets and we're kind of clearing out a lot of these things with inside of ourselves you know we're kind of like we're um, No longer drowning within the waters, within we're kind of like starting to come to the surface now and get some air, kind of thing, and more light entering our body. We're kind of able to to physically see the world in a different way because the both are intertwined as we kind of internally open up and activate certain parts of ourselves the physical world also changes and we get deeper truths and see the world in a complete different way so i think that's the relationship between the 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 waters above and the waters below Uh, and that's my interpretation of it you know i know there's there's many different ways of looking at that you know but that's how our kind of kind of field is you know and i think like like i said before as we're kind of activating the waters within that that are kind of meeting and unraveling the physical secrets you know the physical waters around us are going to also evolve too you know and we're going to start getting um closer to that that true nature you know and the true nature of this this reality is going to start coming um, more to the to the surface you know and i think that's why when we are kind of like looking at what we're being told about the nature of the universe, you know, a lot of us have kind of done a lot of work and we're starting to look around and realize that, you know, things that we're being told don't match up to what our intuitions tell telling us. They don't match up to some of the experiments that we're doing. They don't match up to the feelings and the observations that we're making about reality and i think that's why we're kind of in this transitional period where some people are starting to realize that there's a more of a metaphysical twinge to this place you know it's not as dense and it's not as physical we've been told yes it has physical characteristics but it's a, it goes a a lot more uh, deeper deeper than that you know so one angle i wanted to talk about was the the stars i think the stars are a really fascinating thing you know and i think when we explore the nature of the stars and when we um you know when the stars are truly observed without using uh, computer-generated images for example from NASA you know act- we actually see actual footage of the stars or we go out there and make observations ourselves and we don't kind of like um, just observe you know the fake images that NASA shows us. I think one of the, the things that is is really apparent is that you know the stars seem to be very different to to what we've been told and i feel like you know each star has its own unique signature when it's when it's uh, truly observed you know we can see that when we observe like different pictures and videos of raw footage you know it's shown that the stars themselves they're shifting and the pulsating you know nasa says that's obviously to do with uh, atmosphere and um, but I, i'm kind of leaning more towards that you know what we've been told and why this Observation occurs is because it's it's possibly interacting with the waters um, beyond the firmament and you know for example too as well when we see uh, videos and pictures of of NASA doing experiments where they're sending rockets up into in into, into the space in the space supposedly when the we the, we all we all seen the footage of where basically which very much looks like that the rockets when they are going into space you know they hit, they're hitting' hitting the waters above you know they kind of looks like they're visually pushing through some water to some degree it's like for an example if any of you out there have seen kind of how a, how a boat or a speedboat interacts with the with the the water on the land and how it moves through the ocean as the water kind of pushes through the ocean it leads this leads a, a trail of kind of, of of white of white kind of emission that comes up from behind the boat and it's very similar to when nasa sort of go when NASA shown you footage of going through the through uh, going into the inner space supposedly how kind of it seems like the the rockets that are moving up through there they are kind of like coming in contact with some kind of come some some kind of surface area or um or physical matter, or kind of metaphysical dimensions, if you want to call it that, as they're kind of like pushing through something, it seems like there is a, uh, a kind of a drawback of something that is up there, that is very similar to the, the speedboat, speedboat technology I mentioned before. But there's a really interesting guy, I don't know if any of you out there researched him, called uh, Mike DeGray, but he he had a similar effect um, under the ocean when he was working for for the Discovery Channel Um he was a guy who went out there and did many different experiments with submarines in the depths of the ocean and um, it was very interesting because he encountered um, he spoke about this story where he encountered a water that had a completely different density and these are his exact words and he said that when they took the submarine down to these parts of the ocean the depths of the ocean they could not penetrate the the, the the certain aspect of the the ocean that they were facing and they said that every single time they went to penetrate the ocean it kind of like they bounced back the the submarine hit hit off like a sort of a a water that had a completely different buoyancy a more denser buoyancy kind of like some sort of force field if you want to call it that and as they kind of like went towards the, the density of the water it also sent ripples back very similar to what um, we see when nasa send rockets up into the sky so I think that's a very interesting observation and also he was a guy who if you haven't looked into his work uh, it it was a few days after he also spoke about that evidence evidence as well he actually and he brought that to the table he actually um something happened to him and he ended up dying um so well you have to look into that one yourself but it's in it it's it's interesting to say the least anyway and i think it, when it comes in general to the to the topic of water i think this is something that in the future is going to become more and more prevalent like I said before that you know water is going to be it's going to be the it's going to be the gold of the future I really I really do believe that and um, you know I think we can all see that knowledge of the of the knowledge um, of water in the past um, compared to the mon- modern day view of reality how we view water you know like for example the modern day view of water um, is sort of ri- is, is rigid in terms of how modern day science looks at water you know it doesn't look as water from a sacred perspective it just looks it looks at water as like a biological phenomenon that is of the plant planet you know and it's of the it's a part of the the cycle of the biological nature of this place you know but when we look back through the ages on the planet you know um in a lot of cultures in the past who were a lot more aligned on the divine truths you know they were they had a complete different understanding and approach to understanding water. You know, it was very similar to the the Chinese guy, uh, Dr. Siu Mutu, I think it's called, that's how you pronounce his name. Um, but he was a guy who did a lot of observations on water. But it's very much in that consciousness, you know, it's not from more of a, looking at analyzing, cultures of the past were analyzing water from more of a, from more of a sort of a, a, a higher consciousness, whereas... The the science in the world now kind of operates and looks at water from more of a 3D perspective, for example, you know, like for more of a, a passing biological phenomenon, that's just kind of something that we use for our own, for us to, to, to live live our lives on the planet. And to grow crops and things like that but water did have a a complete different uh, understanding of the past and that's why when we go back through the different ages and we look back at all these different buildings and all the different architecture and all the different megalithic structures they were all designed with water at the heart of them you know and I truly believe that people of the past, you know, they did unlo- unlock the magnetic power of water, you know, by studying the stars above the firmament uh, And I think when they were doing that, you know, when they were doing their experiments and they were going out in the nighttime and they were analyzing the stars using astrology, uh, understanding magnetism and understanding the true ethereal energies of this place and how we, we can you can connect the waters below to the waters above, um, you know, the stars told them that the key to manipulating the fuel energy was harnessed through water and i think that's why they were really um really fixated on water and they were building their civilization with water at the, ha- at the heart of it you know because they were using you know through harnessing um through manipulating the fuel energies and harnessing that through water they were using sound waves vibration and frequency and semat sematics, somat- um, cymatic sorry to um to manipulate that, manipulate that and they were understanding of this from all different angles and then um, it's interesting because just to add here as well as I wanted to speak about uh, two different dreams that I had and um, because you know the nature of this place is that when you kind of when it, when you kind of devote yourself to to a certain topic or you start analyzing a certain emotion or certain thing that needs an aspect in your life that needs to be healed or worked on or something a piece of Perspective or um, or research that's currently interesting in your life, it's very interesting because the dreamscape will start working with you in a very interesting way. As you start poking at certain things in your physical reality, the dreams will start also kind of working with you in that way. It's kind of the way the subconscious works. It'll kind of like magnify certain aspects and brings bring things to you in certain ways. And I think it's fundamentally a part of how how this realm works. You know, like how how the how this how the dream realm i feel like you know our spirit's kind of a bit more freely uh, freely kind of allowed to explore itself and it kind of moves around in that state a lot more kind of um a lot more effortlessly kind of thing than than maybe the physical density you know um it feels like sometimes the subconscious and or others or the true essence of our spirit while attached to the silver cord within inside of ourselves is allowed to kind of easily navigate them waters if you want to call it a, a bit more uh, freely and i think sometimes when we're in the dreamscape that's why we can get visions of certain things um, and i think it's very similar to psychedelics too you, you know then parts of yourself the doorways you know the, the the doorways of perception are kind of open a little bit more so you can kind of things can kind of come in there and um can kind of you can activate them and i think that's what kind of happens sometimes when i have dreams you know like because certain parts of me are are kind of operating in that way certain visions and certain things can come through in that state and i think that's why you know a lot of cultures in the past always always honored the dream world as much as the physical world they held it up in a pedestal at the same at the same height you know because they they understood of the importance of how dreams can help you navigate the physical realm you know there's a lot of um research being done on a lot of a lot of things that prop up science right now in the world how them things were actually f- came through through a lucid dream or the dream realm i know like uh, albert einstein nikola tesla a lot of their theories was supposedly came from the dream time you know when they were kind of dreaming at night the concepts would come up in their mind and then they would wake up in the morning and they would physically put it into action something that they didn't see with their theory or something so there's a lot of evidence supporting the dream time if you want to call it so anyway, these two different dreams that I had, I'll describe. The first one I had, I described this a while ago on the podcast. But I had this dream where, um, and I'll try and keep this as short as I can. But I had a dream where, um, where I was kind of in a on a on a landscape, uh, beautiful gardens, and um, in the corner of my eye, this kind of this this transcendental object, if you want to call it, kind of turned up my visual perspective, and it kind of, um, in some kind of way, kind of transformed or morphed into a kind of a into a into a water system or a a water pool if you want to call it in front of my eyes and um, what was very interesting what came through the dream is that the water that i was seeing in front of my eyes that i observed in this water pool was like the most kind of translucent blue that you could ever imagine you know like the it's the it's it's the kind of the only way i could describe it is this probably is the waters that you would see in the in the midst in the garden of eden you know like the, the clearest purest waters that have been forged for millions of years on this planet and as i was looking down at this water one of the downloads and the messages that was spoken through the dreamscape that said was that and um, three days in this water will will cleanse you of all uh, diseases and all sickness within your body and i think that's really and it also said it talked about the heavy metals as well which i thought was interesting to add to that Um, So I thought that was a very interesting dream. So that was one I had a few months ago. And then more so on, I've kind of been looking more into kind of like the different esoteric teachings of the waters above and stuff and trying to like kind of... Uh, put some of my own observations together and understandings of, of what it truly means and there's been times where I've kind of like been having a lot of them aha moments where I've kind of been reading a new piece of information and I've been going ah oh, yes there's definitely water above us you know and um, but how were the ancients using this you know how were they kind of like balancing the ether and, and balancing the sort of the physical matter that's on the ground and it's something that I'm still not fully understanding of yet you know I'm still trying to piece it together but I just wanted to kind of like share this raw perspective of where I'm up to on my journey now to kind of you know maybe you can be out there and you can kind of notice something that i see and it activates something within you and you go ah what about this and you bring this to me so i think that's also important to mention but the second dream that i had was um i just been visiting a lot of kind of um i'd been visiting a lot of the kind of the the tartarian buildings and i was looking at a cathedral that was that was well more advanced than than we've kind of been led to believe and i was looking at it more from that sort of that energy-based perspective, like looking at the buildings with that new sort of lens, like looking from a Tartarian model, if you want to call it that. And as I was kind of looking at these buildings, I was realizing how a lot of the buildings had a lot of kind of entry points in the roof uh the, the sort of the where the altar is which is interesting like when you say the word altar you know the other word altar is to alter something so a lot of these kind of like entry points on the building are kind of near the altar where the grand organs are and stuff which i think is interesting as well you know so it's, there's something to that as well that, that i spoke about that before but anyway um so the dream that i had was i was very much in the same place and w- what the dreamscape showed us is that it was shown as how how sort of energy or water was kind of being magnified through the building and it was like coming down to the center point of the building and the cathedral and as it was doing so there was kind of some kind of and I'm still kind of like unraveling this dream to some degree but there was either some kind of like um, object or um, metaphysical object or something in the center of the cathedral um I've kind of had some theories about this now maybe it was kind of as I'm putting two and two together, you know, maybe it was kind of something to do with the ethereal energies hitting a mirror. Um, I thought it could have been a mirror, but then as I kind of like started evolving my theory, I started understanding how, you know, like the the, the esoteric understanding of the waters above the waters below and how the ancients were building all the civilizations on the water. I feel like there could be some kind of relationship between the way that, um, the way that maybe at the center of the cathedral, it was more water, you know, maybe there was something to do with water there, you know, um, maybe when water was kind of i don't know maybe the fuel energies were, were were using water as a mirror or something um something like that you know i don't I'm, i don't fully quite know but i i can definitely see how it seems to be that and i think this knowledge is going to start to become more apparent it's very raw but i i feel like there is some there's some kind of a relationship between what the ancients were doing in terms of having these structures and where they were like housing the buildings around all these natural springs and how they were like embedding water at the heart of these buildings they were using it in some kind of way with the ethereal energies so it's something to do with that you know and i think there is an importance just like scriptures talk about how you know we need a kind of connect the waters with inside of ourselves just like you know like i said before the cross the jesus cross is the four cardinal points on the planet how the waters meet in the center of the of of the realm and at the center of the realms the garden of eden but obviously that's also metaphysically speaking because it's within us too but there seems to be some kind of like physical thing that the ancients were doing where they were aware of this metaphysical knowledge and they were transforming it into the physical realm so you know that's where i'm up to now with that anyway and there's a lot more to be said about that But, you know, when it comes to water in general, I think, you know, water in the future, it's going to be the gold of the future. You know, I think water, like I said before, it's not just a resource, you know, it's not just a biological resource. It's a sacred element. And um, I think, you know, we all know that water carries the memory of all things and it connects all things together, too. You know, and I think it can be used to carry information and we all know it can be also um, affected and used through prayer and mantra because you know the like i said before you know the guy uh dr Asuru mutu i think he's called the japanese guy so if you just type in you know the japanese guy who created the water experiment you will come across it but he spoke about you know when you for example when you pray to the water and you worship water it can ch- basically change the molecular structure of the water you know so so essentially you know we are as you all know we're made up of the waters too you know so when we so basically we can kind of affect the molecular structure of the water that's within us by the way that we talk to ourselves but it also kind of makes the argument that we can also change the molecular structure of others around us as well if we are all connected through water you know if water is all around us as water is within uh, we can uh, affect people through our interactions and our thoughts as well we know we all know the power of thoughts especially when it comes to the placebo effect and things like that we all know how 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 thoughts can affect physical matter um and how the physical world is is turning up through our thoughts and our in the way that we operate internally so there is a lot to be said to that you know how like kind of how how if we kind of start talking to ourselves a lot more you know we can kind of interact with the waters within a lot better and can, we can be healthy or more healthy overall and i think that's, that's a great little thing that i do is where um you can charge your own water you know by just before you even take a you can do this for your food too, you know, but even by just before you even take a drink of water, you know, you can pray to the water, you can speak to the water, give it gratitude, you know, um, communicate to the water in a way that's healthy, it's um, it's uh, constructive to the water, you know, not like not kind of speaking towards it in a, in a negative way, you know, and, and the guy, uh, Dr. Masuro Emoto, you know, the Japanese scientist uh, who was the water researcher, you know, he re- revealed the true nature of water, how, like I said before, how thoughts and vibrations affect the molecular structure. And in his years of research, which I thought was very interesting, he talked about how through high-speed photography uh, of using uh, water crystals, he said that he was shown that the most beautiful crystals can actually be formed after the water is exposed to certain words, like for example, like love and gratitude and things like that. And he also spoke about how he was also using that water to heal, which I thought was interesting. He used a w- word called the Hadou vibrational measuring device. And he was using the uh, an MRA with that too as well. But he was speaking about how he could actually measure negative and emotional vibrations. Uh, that a human has and when it is detected he said he could use the opposite vibration which can be actually added to water to the drinking water um so that the negative feeling could actually go away in someone so i wouldn't be surprised if if like a lot of these um sort of tartarian structures that we see you know they were using kind of the fuel energies they were using something to do with like where they were changing the molecular structure of the water and maybe these what this is what these grand baths were you know where people were kind of placing themselves in these like central chambers where the water was um and the water was doing something you know that's maybe that's why um for example the the work of the venetians like maybe that's why the venetians were placing their buildings on top of water because they understood that if they were kind of like always around water through their mantras and practices the venetians could actually like through prayer they could actually encode the waters with message which also would affect the collective consciousness on the planet which i think is interesting so there's a lot more you know to understand when it comes to the properties of water and how we can essentially use it to, to heal ourselves so you know so essentially i think what dr um me motor was talking about is i think that you know essentially you know the way that we sort of talk i was talk to ourselves you know we're basically structuring the water you know so for example like I said before, you know, when we talk bad about other people's, you know, we're programming their waters too because we're basically um, connected to the water, everyone's waters around us. You know, what all, like I said before, water around us is all connected. And I think you know, when we kind of bring balance, you know, to the different feminine energies within inside of ourselves, and you reach that middle point. And I think what's quite interesting as well, like when it comes to this, an observation I made is that you know, when it comes to the pH of water, we know that the the, the most suitable uh, state of ph in the water is is the neutral state you know which is the center point on the scale of, of neutrality so i think what's interesting is that when we kind of like balance the feminine energies within inside of ourselves we will also kind of balancing the waters within and kind of like what can be what can we kind of do for, what can we kind of do through that once that kind of aligns you know and it's also interesting just to add to that you know the true meaning of when you know the the this kind of the scriptures talk about the meaning of walking on water uh, like what Jesus said, you know, I'm walking on water, like kind of finding balance and kind of not drowning in the waters within. Um, it's interesting because, you know, I think it, it's also kind of, to take it on another spin, it's also kind of highlighting and talking about um, how we can kind of drown within the, the metaphysical soup within inside of ourselves. You know, how we can drown in our own, own emotions, how we can drown in our own limitations and our own thoughts and how it affects how it affects reality above us but also like for example you know just to take it on another angle you know like for example um to be above the fictional laws that's all around us you know like the the maritime laws that we're kind of presented with in our lives you know all these if we look at like <coughs> a lot of these maritime laws for example these fictional like uh, doctrines and uh, dogmas for example that we that we're immersed in in the physical world you know there's a lot of kind of words word magic there's a lot of like water words that are, are related to kind of these maritime laws you know and then the system so for example like one of them i can look at now is is the banking system for example you know how we are basically born from our mother's waters you know she signs that that birth certificate and as she signs she essentially she's essentially 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 <laughs> she's essentially essentially <laughs> As she's doing so, as she kind of signs that birth certificate over, you know, she's putting a contract on the waters within, within, um, within your body. You know, so for example, you know, we're born out of our mother's waters, and as she kind of, you know, as we we sign our birth certificate over to the state, over to the system, if you ever looked into the work of that, you should do some research into that too. How that there's a there's kind of a lot of nefarious stuff of that too, but as she kind of signs that over, you know, she's signing over the waters within your body. And like I said before, you know, we, we know the molecular structure of water changes by just words. So it can also make an argument that it also changes by the words on a contract too. And that's kind of the deepness just to say, just to show that, how the deepness of the kind of the the alchemy goes on in this place. Like, you know, the the the, the, the sort of the occult alchemy goes on, how deep it is going on, how this knowledge is all, always known about. But basically, you know, like that's basically placing a magic spell on the waters within through that like contract contract contractual agreement you know for example even if you just take them the word uh, moon you know we know the moon affects the waters but moon is very similar to the word money you know moony money moony money money but you know we know the moon affects the waters you know the, the 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 moon affects women's menstrual cycles which is also to do with water too um but it's always we've always heard this expression of how 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 the moon affects the tides and how it affects the oceans and how it affects the lakes and stuff like that you know and the waters within but you also, you know, Moony affects the waters. You know, Moony can affect the waters through through language and through contractual contractual agreements. You know, um, but that's why I think it's important, you know, to to f- for us to free all the living waters. You know, from all different aspects, free the living waters within too as well. But I think when it comes to the topic of spellcasting again, that in in sort of putting out magic spells and understanding the power of. Of, of praying and understanding the power of words and i think that's why we need to start kind of understanding how you know by us kind of spell casting it does affect the water you know like how the relationship we what we say to ourselves what we say to others what we kind of give away you know like what we're kind of signing away when we we sign a birth certificate or we kind of become a corporate entity in a certain way you know like there's a lot of kind of like spell casting and, and wizardry and, mag- and magicianry that's going on that we kind of don't fully understand we just kind of look at it as just something that's part of reality but you know reality is always changing around us it's not it's never always going to be the way it is you know there's always going to be people who's going to come along and going to see it like you know this this isn't right have you seen what we're doing here so i just wanted to point that out in a way that that how all these things are going to start coming to the surface more and more the way that we operate as a human being are going to start coming to the surface and we're going to realize and how a lot of this how a lot of these deeper esoteric things are are in plain sight and they've been kind of working underneath the surface in ways that we we just fully can't can't see yet and there's many many more of them as you know i've spoken about on the podcast you know but it's interesting because even like just to give another example you know the water that we're meant to consume is the water that has been forged underneath the the earth for millions of years you know and it's actually kind of like it's been forged underneath that information has kind of been forged underneath the surface for all them years but you know the water that we drink right now on the planet is kind of water that hasn't got that encoded you know it's water that's kind of just it's already been encoded with traumas it's all it's got the we already know that a lot of water on the planet now has kind of got a lot of chemicals in it it's got like a, a lot of birth control it's got a lot of antibiotics in it it's got a lot of um even um there's been kind of like um what's the word for like growth hormones and and um there's like fluoride in the water there's heavy metals there's a lot of stuff in the water you know so that that as we know water carries information so like what is that doing from the from a, like what information is that passing down when we're like kind of drinking like reused water for example and we're not kind of like um we're not kind of getting our getting getting true water that's being forged into the planet that has like positive charges has a positive frequency has positive like ions and information in it what's that relationship doing doing to to us as human beings what's it doing to our spiritual lens our spiritual aperture of re, of how we see the world what's it doing to our consciousness what's it doing to the way we operate our soul you know like our development as spiritual beings so anyway i think you know there's a lot you know i think the, the ideas of the waters above and the waters below are not just kind of like about like i said before it's not just about the the firmament above us you know it's the waters within two there's like a direct relationship with them two two worlds and as we kind of start connecting a lot more of these dots i think more things are going to start manifesting and and how kind of the you know the living waters are starting to kind of activate from all different levels around us you know like because for a lot of people kind of like i said before people just the current living waters on the planet have been kind of stagnant and dead for so long, you know, like even physically we're polluting the waters kind of thing, you know, like not drinking the correct water, but you know, the living waters, people are like that kind of, the consciousness is starting to come around it more of the importance of, of water, you know, and people are kind of starting to to activate and, and wake up them certain parts of themselves and just to add which is also interesting you know that like we're kind of also astrologically we're moving in the age of Aquarius which is Aquarius means the water bearer the bringing of the water so I think that's also interesting just to think about you know how when I first started this when I was talking about how there's these grander bigger scales of consciousness the different ages of consciousness that are kind of affecting humanity over these 25 four thousand year windows and how all these different astrological alignments affect and interplay into this, and um, as we're kind of as a civilization now, we're moving into this kind of I think it's like a two thousand or three thousand year window. where We're moving in the age of Aquarius, which is basically the bringer of water. So it's inter- going to be interesting to see like what's kind of activated from a physical and also a, a metaphysical perspective in terms of the the bringing of the water. You know what's that going to unreveal about the nature of this this realm and the nature of the self so anyway if you've got anything you want to add to that um I'd please add below in the comments and um, whatever you if you've got some maybe something i could find and look at look up in terms of like the waters above or the waters within and um maybe some if some if you come across an author that's wrote an interesting book about it i would definitely recommend checking out the the guy the japanese guy i mentioned in this and he has a, a book called the living waters um but if you've got anything that you want to share with me, please uh, put it in the comments below and I would love to hear from you. If you can, as always, ch- please check out the Telegram group. It's a great way to avoid the censorship that's unfortunately happening all over the internet now and it's just a great way that if anything changes in um, the landscape of things changes, you can kind of jump onto that and, and I can kind of um, keep, let you know what's going on. And also, if you can, consider supporting the podcast and um, through the one-off donation option or the Patreon page. And um, it's just a great way to to help me keep this thing going anyway so i love you all and um, i'll catch you in the next one big love
1: There's a place where I don't to see the world When the guys came around to blow